copyrighted program created by Rio Grande. Authentic police calling all cars, attention all cars, broadcast 264 regarding a robbery at the Federal Reserve Bank at 50 offices. That's all. Either. 
Uh, do you mind if I ask what you called the police for if you didn't think it had been stolen? But the idea of anyone stealing from a Federal Reserve Bank was preposterous. I called you because I just didn't know what else to do. Okay. But, yeah, uh, go bring that colored down at the back here. All right. Now, look, Mr. Smith, you had $74,000. Now you don't have it. Let's play a little game and pretend it was stolen. Well, this is really very serious. But I don't see how it could possibly have been uh, Why stolen. don't you just tell us all about it, eh? We're not bookkeepers, but we can put two and two together, and lots of times we get the right answer. Well, yesterday at closing time, we set $370,000 in gold certificates into the vault clerk. $375,000. There was one bundle of uh, $74,000 that had been set aside as a deemed damaged currency. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it was put on the truck and wheeled into the vault with the rest of the money. When the truck was brought out this morning, it, it wasn't there. I see. It's the strangest thing. I've been checking and checking all the live long day, and I'm just stumped. You're stumped? <laughs> We're given a time to get halfway across the country. And I suppose you'll think we're inefficient if we don't go lay our hands right on the crook. Crook? How can you say such a thing? Now, let's get down to business. Now, how many vault clerks were there? Two. I thought you might want to talk to them. I'll go get you there. What do you make of it, Tom? It's an inside job. It's got to be. But I almost wish it wasn't because it's going to be plenty tough. Yeah, all these federal places seem to think an employee would be stuck dead if he looked cross out of the dollar bill. Here's the gun with Tom. Uh, you stick around, Wes. We want to talk to you. Yeah, I think this is a vault, sir. They've all been here over ten years. That's from the wind Uh, what's your name? John Reynolds. This is Frank Parsons. Mm-hmm. So he came to my home for dinner and stayed all evening. And I drove him to his home. And I drove back to my home. We didn't know anything about the shortage until we came to work this morning. This morning. We'll check up on that later. Who else had access to the vault? Nobody. Uh, who might have gotten in there after you took the truck with the money on it in there? No one came in there. We locked the vault shortly after 4.30 and left. Who saw you take the truck in there? Any number of employees. I couldn't say who they were. Did uh, anyone come near the truck as you were wheeling it in? No. Why should they? Why should they? Listen, Mr. Ahmed. Well, you don't understand. All of our people are completely trustworthy. They have to have the best of recommendations before we hire them. Yeah, we know all about that, but uh, uh, what have you got this janitor here for? Well, he was probably nearest to the truck. He was sleeping the floor. So I asked him to stay tonight until you got here. All right. Did he come near the truck or didn't he? No. No one came near it. Okay, that's the way it is. Now, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. You two vault clerks were the last ones who saw that bundle of money. I'm going to give you just three minutes to think of some tangible clue to its disappearance. If you can't tell me more than you have, I'm going to take you in. Oh, but you can't do that. I can't find the book on what you told me either, but I'll do it just the same. Hey, 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 where are you going? Hey, you me, Yes, you. Well, I've got some cleaning up to do. Well, you stay right here. We've got some cleaning up to do, too. Well, that's to give us something better than that, boy. 
You can see those clean overalls on. And you said yourself he didn't come near the truck. The only other thing I can tell you is West told the guard he was quitting his job Monday. Well, well, now that is something. Say, with $74,000, he'd either tell his feet to get going or be smart enough to stay around for a few months. He wouldn't quit on Monday. Why are you quitting on Monday, West? Did you come into an inheritance? Come into a... a, a what? Why are you leaving this job? Have you got another one? Yeah. Where are you going to work? Listen, West. 
I'm getting sick and tired of your stolen. It isn't going to get you any place. It's getting us someplace. All over Los Angeles. Now you're going to tell us where you live or aren't you? Well, I'm always a powerful lot You know, you all got me so excited. I was all mixed up. Oh, you shouldn't drive so fast, Hopper. You've got me to all excited. Well, let everybody be real calm. <laughs> Try to think of something soothing, Wes, like a, like a piece of watermelon. Yeah. Now, look, where do you live? Oh, reckon it's over yonder on 24th Street. You reckon that's really the place? A little hard to starboard, Hartley. We got another reckoning. <laughs> but try as he would, or wouldn't, West could not remember exactly where he lived. He led the officers all over the southwestern part of Los Angeles. Finally, their patients and gasoline exhausted, they came to a halt on a dusty side street. Stop the motor, Arthur. Get up and sit there, lady. You stay in the car, Wes. Yeah. Rest that imagination of yours, because it's really going to get a working over. Yeah. I'm sure, sir. We should have thrown him in a can. Personally, I like to make his memory wake up with a good poke in the snoo. I mean, too, he's making muffies out of it. That's just what we're going to do. Hey, wait a minute. I can't do that. It isn't legal. Not he's right. It's not legal. Much as I'd like to get around Mr. West and the technicality, it still would be against the law. Oh, wait a minute, you guys. Of course, we aren't really going to harm our forgetful friend, but there's no law that says we can't think about it, is there? Yes, there is. I've broken a penny. There's no law that says we can't speak our thoughts out loud to the prisoner, is there? Yes, there is. I've never heard of it. Okay, what are we waiting for? Boys, we've beaten around the bush with us long enough. Now it's our turn to do a bit of beating. Oh, oh, what y'all getting at? We're going to get at you, sonny boy. Huh? Yeah, we tried being nice to him, but we don't seem to understand that sort of thing. Oh, Hartley, get that rope out that's under the front seat. Rope? Uh, what y'all messing around with rope? Oh, uh, this is going to hurt us more than it does him. Oh, I can't help it if my memory won't promulgate. Uh, I I can't. If you don't make him, that's where he went last night. Yeah, yeah. tell us where he put the money he stole. Oh, I didn't steal no money. I just couldn't do nothing like that. I was a good boy. All right. You're a good boy. Are you a good runner? I was a very good... Uh-huh. Uh, is, is, uh, is that a good boy? I was good. What you mean? Did you notice how fast this car could go? Yeah. Uh-huh. You think you could run that fast? Y'all mean that fast with my own feet and legs? You can try it on your hands if you want to. No, sir. Well, I couldn't do that no matter how scared I was. Well, that's too bad, Wes. Too bad. Because you know what we're going to do? No, sir. I tie this rope around your waist. Then we're going to tie the end of the rope to the back of the car and start moving that. That's just what we're going to do. Wait, yeah. Oh, Lord, y'all can't do nothing like that now. Not if you tell us where that money is. We'll get it sooner or later, anyhow. But we'll get it tonight or else. I didn't steal that money. I didn't steal nothing. My man and Pappy teach me not to steal. And if there's anything left of you after we get done leading you around where all your friends can see you, we'll take you up to a nice spooky graveyard and tie you to a gravestone. And at 12 o'clock, the ghosts come out of the grave. And what they do to a colored boy that can't run is nobody's business. Oh, Lord. Is that Daniel from the lion's den, the Hebrew children from the fire furnace? You gotta get me out of this, man. Oh, I need a smoke. Mm. 
absolutely no place with an idea. What do we do now? Let them sit in the car and calm down. Come on over here where they can't hear us. Yeah. But see you guys on a sudden too. I feel sorry for the poor little one. Yeah? That's something sure. I'm not ready to believe it. That's the run around he's been giving us? No, we're just using the wrong topic. We did a couple of things that gave me an idea, though. Let's try again. Follow my cue. Why not? We can't get any left out of him. Listen, Wes, my boy. Yeah. You know we wouldn't really have done any of those things for you now, don't you? Yeah, Why, we well, wouldn't man. think of harming a nice fellow like you. Oh, of course not, Wes. We like you. And what's more, we believe you. Sure. An honest fellow like you wouldn't think of sure. No, You must have a very fine manny in Texas. Yes, I am. Where are they? They're in Alabama. Alabama. And uh, they wouldn't like it if you stole anything, would they? No, sir. It would make them very unhappy if they heard you'd stolen anything, or wouldn't it? Yes, sir. They'd all feel powerfully bad. Well, of course, we know you didn't steal anything, but everybody doesn't know what a fine, honest boy you are. Now, the news is going to get around that you're accused of stealing that money. Hmm? And then what will your mammy and Kathy think? And how will they see? Won't they be ashamed of you? Just about bust them all up. They're fine people, aren't they? Yeah. Now, the point is, Jeff, we know that you just borrowed the money or, or took it home for safekeeping. But if your mammy and Kathy heard about it, they might think you stole it. And it would just break their heart. Mm. Now, where did you put the mm. money? Mm. Um. I reckon y'all better come on down to my house and get it. I live a few doors down the street here. By an amazing coincidence, the officers had parked just a few doors from where West actually lived with his wife. The prisoner calmly handed over the package of money and was rushed back to the Federal Reserve Bank, where more problems of a more puzzling nature awaited the officer. Well, Mr. Smith, there's your money. Money that no completely trustworthy employee would think it's stealing. Well, Wes, I am terribly disappointed in you. Look, if you don't mind, I'd like to finish this case up and forget about it, so if you'll just count the money. Yes, of course. I guess you must be tired. You've no idea how tired, Mr. Smith. It doesn't look as though it's even been opened. Oh, yes. Yes, it has here in one corner. Any of it missing? Let's see. It was in $1,000 bundles. Yes, it's am gone. I'll tell you how much in a minute. Oh, are we going to have to start all over again? All right, Wes. Where's the rest of the money you took? I didn't take no money. Honestly, I did. If you say that just once again, I'll... Oh, what's the use? Come on, Wes. It won't do any good to hold out on us now. I ain't holding out on y'all. I'll give you all the money back. Y'all think I'd keep just a little bit of money when I could have had all of it? Most five thousand dollars, I guess. Five thousand? There's five thousand as high as you can count with. Well, it didn't do no count. It's just twenty-one hundred dollars short, gentlemen. Twenty-one hundred, huh? Okay, let's start all over again. Why did you keep that little bit of money? Where did you put it? What did you do with it? Think of the trouble you're causing. Think, think of it. Think of it. And think of your man in Texas. Well, let me tell you something. There's a twenty-one, $100 bill. Why did you have to? You've broken a spell. If anybody says start over... Hey, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold everything. Look at that. I've got a little bit of in this pocket. Here, give it to me. Seven, nine, ten. Ten hundred dollars? No, just ten single dollars. 
And a little bit here in this hip pocket. Yeah, let me count this. Maybe I'll be lucky. 10, 15, 20. And a little bit in this hip pocket. Let me try my luck. Maybe I'll hit the jackpot. 10, 12, 14, 15. That makes $45 altogether. And this rate will be here all night if it's pockets hold out. The suspense of this thing is driving me nuts. Come on, Will. Come on. Where's the rest of it? That's all. That's all. The beautiful simplicity of it. Punk. Wait. Maybe if I go through his pockets, we'll have more luck. Old Stell Davis. Don't know why we didn't do that before. Oh, $45 wouldn't prove anything in my tears money. Well, Miss Alvin, I did take one bill out that there package here. Oh, sister. And I spent five hours for some clothes. But, uh, I'll give that back to you if you want me to. What? You mean to say you're actually admitting that you stole five dollars? Oh, no, sir. I didn't steal nothing, no. Um, have you asked for it? Uh-oh. What's this? A sales receipt for a Durant automobile dated yesterday. Three hundred dollars made out the web. So, you sold an automobile for three hundred dollars yesterday. Yeah, sir. Old Ty been riding around. That explains where he got the forty-five dollars. But he's already admitted he stole the fifty-dollar bills in the package. I tell you all, I didn't steal it. In my entire career as a detective, I've never been so completely befuddled. I can't help wanting to believe it. I... Hey, look, Bud, why don't you look through my pocket? Then maybe I stole it. <laughs> Find me off a suggestion. Oh, no, you don't, Mr. Smith. No, we're mixed up enough as it is without any help along that line from you. Are you sure you're looking all these pockets, bud? Yeah, he's as clean as a whistle. Wait a minute. I took that back. Well, his overalls are clean anyway. No, I mean I missed this pocket. It's a parking lot ticket. So what? Yeah, but it's dated today. Today? And he sold his car yesterday. Well, what have you got parked in there on this ticket? Uh-huh. You heard me. If you sold your car yesterday, what did you park in this lot today? Oh, let me see. I can't remember exactly. Oh, oh, there goes his memory again. Well, that's a sign we're on the track of something. Yes, I think so. But if West thinks he's going to take us to every auto park in town before he remembers which one, I'm going crazy. Hmm. No chance. The address is on the ticket. That's the first place we've had tonight. Let's go. You gentlemen have overlooked the psychological angle. Maybe we have, Mr. Smith, but you look at the psychology and we'll look for the money. Come, come, Mr. Welch, and this time we'll lead the way. Yeah, Are you sure this is the place, Bud? Yeah, this is the place, all right. I knew this would be a blank. We found it too easy. It sure is deserted. Look, West. If you sold your car yesterday, what did you park in here today? I reckon I parked the car in here. You parked the car in here. It isn't here now. Whose car was it? Well, let me see. I can't For crying out loud, will you stop talking like that? Wait What's that way back there in the corner, bud? I don't know. It's so dark I can't see a thing. Yeah, I think that is a car. Let's get back to you. Yeah, it's a car, all right. And it's a brand new one. Sure is new. Looks like a Kaiser. Yep. Kaiser 80. Well, we might as well save that step. Well, it's funny anyone would leave a car like this in here after the lot had closed on the new. See what name it's registered under. Hasn't got a license on it. No license. Hmm. <laughs> you have the same idea I have. Listen, Wes, did you buy an automobile today? Yeah. You did, huh? Well, I'll see you. Why didn't you tell us, though? Y'all didn't ask me. How much does a car like this oh. cost? Well, at a guess, I'd say between... Twenty-three and twenty-four hundred dollars. Hmm. That's it. If it was twenty-three hundred and fifty dollars, he got three hundred for his old Durant. I would make it two thousand and fifty. 
They had almost $50 in his pocket. Making it $2,100, the exact amount that's missing. All right. Now, wait. Look. You admit you bought this car, don't you? Yeah. Well, in the face of this, you certainly aren't going to stick to your story that you didn't steal the money, are you? Well, well, what do you all mean? Do you still say you didn't steal the money? Yeah. Well, who did steal it, then? Nobody didn't steal nothing. Wouldn't do nothing like that, no. For the last time. Now, listen, Wes. We've been nice to you, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, sure. They've let you leave us all around town when we could have put you right in jail and found out these things later. You appreciate that, don't you? Yeah. And all we've done is ask you little bitchy questions. Now, look, if you'll just tell us the truth, we'll try to see that you get off very easily. Won't that be nice? Yeah. Then, if you're telling the truth and you didn't steal it, who did steal it? Who was working with you? Who are you trying to protect? Did somebody steal it for you? You know it was stolen. Somebody in the bank stole it. You stole it and you know you did. Come on, you stole it, didn't you? Come on, come on. I didn't steal nothing, no how. Once again to the bank, such to disgruntled detectives. Certain they had solved the crime, but quite uncertain about the circumstances surrounding it and the criminal. Well, Mr. Smith? They found the missing $2,100. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Do you uh, have it with you? No, Mr. Smith. We didn't have the keys to it. The keys to it? What do you mean? We mean your $2,100 has been changed into a prize automobile. Mr. West did it with his magic wand. He must have, because he didn't steal it. He says he didn't. Well, this is terrible, terrible. Yes, yes, it's awful, isn't it? Why did you steal that money, West? I didn't steal no money, no, Mr. Smith. There you are, Mr. Smith. A perfect example of a careful caretaker. You see, he was just going to take care of it for you. Gentlemen, I still think you're overlooking the psychological angle of the case. Uh-huh. Maybe we are overlooking the psychological angle of this case, but we'll save that angle for the judge to look at. Judge? What are y'all talking about a judge? We're talking about the judge. You're going to try to persuade you didn't steal that money. Uh, uh Mrs. Smith, does they all mean they're going to put me in jail? I'm afraid you do, Wes. I'd like to believe you, but the evidence is pretty much against you. Yeah, but what's against me? It looks like you stole that package. Otherwise, how could it have gotten to your house? Oh, I'm just doing my job as janitor and caretaker. Just doing his job as janitor and caretaker. Wait a minute. Wait just a minute. What do you mean, Rick? Oh, I always take home the trash and stuff and sweep up the floor. Mrs. Smith, you know that. Yes, I know that, Rick. And when I get the job here, the man, he gave just $15 a week, and what I found. Found? Wait a minute. What's the Would it have been possible for that package to be knocked against the wall as the truck was being wheeled into the vault? Quite possible. And would it be possible, as it was knocked off, to have fallen onto the floor? That's the psychological angle, boys. Where didn't feel it. No, I didn't feel nothing, no. I was going up found that package on the floor. And it said, I can keep everything I found on the floor. In just a moment, Captain Smith will conclude our program. In the meantime, friends, whenever you look at the gauges on your instrument panel... 
Think of Rio Grande's great combination of protection and power. For the safest and surest protection that money can buy for your motor. Rio Lube Motor Oil. For maximum power at minimum cost. Rio Grande Crack. The police car performance gasoline. Now, Captain Smith. West was tried in the Superior Court, but he stuck to his story. The arresting officers felt that they had resorted to methods which, in their opinion, might be construed as intimidating. For that reason, they refused to appear against West. He was found guilty, however, and sentenced to a year in the county jail. Thank you, Captain Smith. Thank you.